We are back. Finally. Two weeks hiatus off. Whatever you want to call it, we're back. Roman Harper, what's up, buddy? I'm doing great, Kyle. Thank you, man. I thought uh, you were going to choke for a second. No, nah, man, I was so excited. I wasn't ready for you to throw me, pass it to me. Well, I just want to say hi. That's uh, all it was. You, it, it, but, you know, two-week hiatus was mostly my fault. I was, you know, in and out of the country a little bit. Everywhere. And, yeah, I've been busy a little bit. It's okay. What, Cabo? Back to New Orleans? Uh, yeah, man. What, I had I mean, to get a passport for all my kids. That's why we had to go to New Orleans. Uh-huh. You can get the same-day passports in New Orleans, so uh, you got to go to a port city and um, New Orleans is a nice place for me to go. And, right. You know, because of also because of uh, COVID and virtual learning, doesn't slow down the kids from being in school. You got a Wi-Fi, you got school. It's a good point. We got to circle back to the trip though, but first we got to stop in rude hosts and welcome in <laughs> to episode twenty-four. Our latest guest here in the uh, Bailey and Harper podcast, Nick Koser, Fox forty-six hey. meteorologist, uh, aka the dancing weatherman. We got mm-hmm. him in with us. What's up, buddy? What's AKA up, on, on the gram, man. Fox Fox Nick Fox forty-six Nick. Okay, all right. That well. is how a lot of people know him. If you don't see him right now, that's yeah. a lot of people know this guy. Yeah, right? I'm about to change my name officially, my government name, I think, to Fox forty-six <laughs> Nick because that's all. People. That's awesome. What? Hey, do me a favor. Eat that mic if you would. Oh, my bad. You my bad. You're there a TV you guy. You want to know better? I that. should know. I should know. Anyway, we got. Here I am. We we're good. Good. But, we're but good. Nick, though, you can't go Fox 46. And you should not change it because then you lock yourself in. You're right. right? I know. So you got to just, you know. All right. Keep Maybe going. like Nick Fox or something. Or, or I should change my first name to Fox, my last name to Nick. Just be we'll weather, weatherman Nick. Okay. Well, right. I, weatherman see, Nick. I have questions now because these two gentlemen just introduced me to uh, my new favorite Instagram follow, Spice Adams, <laughs> which we will come back to. Uh-huh. But what I just uh-huh. noticed, what I just uh-huh. noticed, uh-huh. Roman, uh-huh. was. That's it. That's exactly it. Spice Adams. Adams has 1.9 million Instagram followers. Nick Koser has 1.9 million Instagram followers. Yeah. How, yeah. Do, how does a, how does a local you know Charlotte uh, weatherman get 1.9 million Twitter followers? How does that happen? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> For real, I don't know. I wish I could tell you it was all part of my master plan, but um, I don't know, man. I, I just danced one day. I put the video on the gram, and you know, I it blew up. And it I thought, did. Yeah, it did. And I thought for sure. Um, I was going to get a lot of hate for it. You know, I thought I was going to get kind of torched for being a nerdy white dude. trying yeah, to dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But I don't know. The, the response was positive that that day and I just have kept doing it. So I guess I guess that's how you get one point nine million followers. You <laughs> well, do a dance well, in a suit. Actually, I think it goes back before that, because I've seen Nick kind of kind of pave his way here in in charlotte over during sp- because of sports uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. outside of that so it started with the drip chronicles yeah. following camp yes and like so that's what really like first put him out there yeah. i thought it was hilarious <laughs> i and i got to meet nick uh being in and out of fox studios you know a couple times yeah. when i was playing a little bit you, know, you go in there and try and promote something for my foundation or anything nick would be there always very cool cordial and then all of a sudden when i saw him do the drip chronicles it was like dude he had the poses he had like the fit <laughs> it was like on point this is what blew him up in it, my yeah. eyes first yeah 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 and You're then right. we i knew he had swag because he knew all the latest music right we would come in nick yes. and i would talk about music what's yes. the latest greatest hottest like uh-huh. that is what we would kind of bounce other each other's ideas off of you know me i yeah. talk to everybody so then I didn't know he could dance, though. Neither the, did I. The, the, the <laughs> Neither did I. Oh, time out. Really? Oh, no. Because no. my next question for you was going to be, were you dancing as no. a kid? Like, how did that happen? Hell no, man. I, have I never, did not know this. Never <laughs> taken a dance class. Um, it's just I've got never, natural swag. I don't, dude, I don't, whatever, whatever you want to call it. I just think I, I can stay on rhythm a little bit. And I've that's got a important. suit on. Yeah, that's pretty important. <laughs> 
And um, I've never like considered myself a dancer. So that's why this whole thing is like super weird. I feel like I'm pulling one over on everybody. Like, what the hell's the catch? <laughs> what is, what's going on? Like, am I getting punked by the universe? Um, but yeah, so I, I would never consider myself a dancer. It's funny because we were, you were at, on the London trip, right? Yeah, to yeah, Panthers yeah. and Bucks. Yeah. I was there too. I was, uh, you know, there working, doing radio shows live from London, but it was my wife or our one year anniversary. Mm. So she was with me on the trip. And when we were all leaving to fly back to, to Charlotte, we're walking through uh, Heathrow airport Yes. and I'm sitting with her, walking with her and we're about to get some food. And she goes, Hey, I think that's that dancing weatherman from Fox 46 <laughs> in, in Heathrow airport in London. And so I turn around and I'm like, what? And then I see him in the middle of Will Kunkel and Josh Sims. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's him. So yeah, I walk yeah. up and I say, what's up to these three guys? I didn't really know Nick at that yeah. point. So I was talking to Will and to Josh. But yeah, my wife saw me like, this is that dancing weatherman. Is Charles. No doubt. Yeah. That is how you, yes. I you, need you to follow me around and just tell people that story. That sounded cool. Is that it? Yeah, that sounded pretty cool. <laughs> I was, yeah, I spotted him. So when, when people see you now, though, Nick, throughout the city, I know, it, it, what do they say now? Because now you're kind of like, I consider like I, I would definitely kind of consider famous a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not trying to like not trying to like I want to be humble about it. I feel but you. bro, like like you kind of really really blown up, especially in the last 365 days. Yeah, well, it's interesting because like um, when I, so so I'm in a little bit of a unique position. Like I've been a weatherman in many different cities. Yeah, and so you've so, been on TV a long time. Yeah, and people people have come up to me in, in Ohio and Texas and California and all these places where I've worked. And so I've kind of had that happen to me a little bit, you know, throughout my life. Um, but yeah, here in Charlotte, it's, it's, it's become a little different, you know. Now people, instead of going, hey, aren't you that guy? You know, they're like, dude, take a picture with me. <laughs> and I don't know, like, like you know me. You, you've known me for yes. a little while. I'm more of an introvert, you know, and I don't like a lot of this. And I'm not That's great. That's one thing that most people do not know. Yeah, and I'm really? not, and I'm not yes. great at a lot of this. And so I, I'm really always self-conscious about, like, disappointing people <laughs> when they see me in person. You know, yeah. I'm like, you know, they see me on, on the gram and they probably think I'm this dancing maniac. Um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm pretty chill I in did. real life. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and so... You know, that, that's what I'm always thinking in the back of my mind is, oh, crap, I hope they like me. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? But, you know, with the masks and everything these days, you know, it's easier to kind of cover up and, and go into stealth mode. So it hasn't happened a lot lately. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, it's it's definitely ratcheted up a little bit since since the gram and the talk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just think it's real cool, Nick, that because um, I know we've had these conversations and that totally blew me off. I was I was I was. I was there for Super Bowl 2020. Mm -hmm. 20. 2020. Oh, the year 2020. Yes. Like you're not that old. No, that was <laughs> last year. And, you know, Nick had been doing his thing. But I was like, Nick, man, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. He was sitting there doing studying his notes because they brought him in just for the big day. They literally brought in everybody yeah. on set that day. That was a big show. It yeah. was a big show. So Nick is there. And I'm talking to Nick. And he's just like, he opens up. He's just like, nah, man, you know. I kind of like, you know, he was just kind of doing his own thing. He was like in his own notes and like all that. I'm like, Nick, you know, it's just like, well, you know, actually when all the cameras like, bro, I don't really love all the attention. Like it's kind of uh -huh. like, yeah. just like, I'm kind of just, you know, I'm kind of introverted in a little low sense. key. See, it's it's yeah. interesting for you too, especially because, you know, you're on TV, you're on TV, you played in the NFL. For me, it's. I totally respect that though. When I hear that, because I've been around those people. Mm -hmm. I know those people. Absolutely. I, I'm one of those that doesn't like, like all the attention on like. See, for me, it's a little different because, you know, I'm, I'm on radio. So people listen to me for four hours every day. 
I, you know, I guess because I'm kind of distinct looking, I'm a big guy with a beard. I'm not that hard to spot. But Kyle, I didn't my, think you, you do not look like how you sound. That's what you told me. But for <laughs> me, it's like I have to worry about people overhearing my conversations in public because people recognize my voice. Ah. And so somebody will hear me speak in public and they'll come up and say, hey, and usually it's great. But there have been a couple of times like I'm waiting in line at the airport to fly out to the Super Bowl. And I'm having a private conversation with somebody, and the guy in front of us happens to be Oops. a listener, but he doesn't tell us until we're 15 minutes into the conversation, and he's overheard everything, right? And so I'm sitting in Charleston, South Carolina, on, on a vacation with my wife. Somebody from Charlotte, one of my listeners, is in the booth behind me at, at Pose in, on Sullivan's Island, and 30 minutes in, he's been sitting there the whole time. Don't know what he's overheard, but he's been listening because he knew who I was Dude, since the start. that's so wild. So it's, I mean, it's a little bit different, but I mean, it's, because I'm like you. I'm a very friendly guy, yeah, but yeah. I also, you know, very much prize my quality or my private time sure, and things yeah, like yeah. that. So it's like, you got to be careful when you're out in public because some people will run up on you and Man. you just don't know what, what's going on. If I were you, I would never request like a booth at a restaurant <laughs> because you never know who's behind you like, hey, that's that guy. I hate him. Let's go get him. You know? <laughs> and you got to keep that in mind. But let me let me go back to something real quick. I didn't know this about you. Uh, you, you played at Akron. You played some football at Akron. Okay, well, let me preface that by saying um, play might be a little bit of a strong Whatever. word. <laughs> I, was, I worked but, out with the team. That's good. I was there. I, was I mean, there. first of all, and people don't understand that the, strictly by numbers, the amount of guys that play from high school football True. to college football is like a huge drop off. Yeah. So yeah. I respect anybody that goes on and plays football no for doubt. as long as you can at whatever level. Especially the division I always one level. respect it. I don't care because I've seen the numbers where it's like boom to boom. Then that drop off from college to pro is even bigger. But like. I respect all of it because I've seen guys come from all walks of life. So we got, we got a safety in Rome, and we got a tight end here in Nick. We got a, a, a quarterback in Brendan Motley end. on the other side of the camera. I here. like it. You probably, how, how big were you? How much did you weigh um, at the I time? I probably weigh like 200 now. I was probably like 225. Um, I, 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 played, I played tight end in high school. Where'd you grow up? Uh, Worcester, like Cleveland area of Ohio. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. um, and I tried to – I was like, all right, if I'm going to play college football, I want to go big it. or go home. So I was like, let's, let's try this D1 thing. And I was like, I can't, there's no way I can play tight end in, in, in D1 school. So I thought I got a little speed. I was like, I'm going to try to be a cornerback. <laughs> well, I was, I'm tall enough, you know, uh -huh. but you know, day one, I was like, man, I'm not fast enough. You should have played safety. I sh yeah, I guess, you know, should have went straight to safety. Possibly. But First of all, let's just be honest. It's just not a lot of white corners running around out the world. Like, not, straight, not, up, not straight up. Like, straight who up. was the last great white corner? Jason Seahorn. That's, that's a great, oh, yeah. Jason Jason Seahorn. That's a layup. That's yeah. a layup. Okay. Jason Seahorn. But, All right. But since then. Has there like, been a notable white cornerback since him? Dude, look, the one in no. Arkansas made a couple plays this year. Oh, so, yeah. That's so right. He had three picks in one game. Like, so, okay. I, you, look, they really jump out when you jump out. <laughs> but safety, though. It's like spotting you, a leopard in the no, wild. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Whoa, all right? So they really jump out. But no, Nick, you should have went and played safety. Well, my, my coaches were like, Nick, we think you'd be better just uh, being on special teams. And so they just had me be like a kickoff dummy or I'd run down the field and, oh, just, yeah. and just get blown Those are up. very important, though. Yes. Yeah. First Guys that are first one down, you're going to run fast. Just be get very, blown up. Yeah, yeah. Go out there and just, you know, hey, you don't have to go. Because when, when you have to cover kicks, they technically teach you to, all right, we want to play it to this side, or right. we want you yeah. to take on this block this type of way. Yeah. When you're the kamikaze, the first guy down, they're like, no, 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 no. Everybody else plays off of you. So you just go do what you do. Just go blow it up, get a you know concussion, get up, yeah. mm -hmm. keep doing it again. And then uh, everybody else behind you will play off of you. Yeah, that was back in the, in the day before CTE, and you get yeah. running starts. and Running start. I, running was start was fun. huge. Yeah. Running start. <laughs> 
It's huge on kickoff. People don't understand that. Right. That's when like uh, some of the slower guys could actually run yeah. and be faster down because they had it timed up so well. Because yep. all you had to do is just not be past the line when the ball was kicked. <laughs> you can start off at the back of the end zone if you want. It doesn't look like it used to. <laughs> I'm telling you, my, my best friend, you know, in high school, he was the wedge buster on kickoff. Yes. And there was one time, he wasn't a great big guy, got up one time, took a massive hit, and thought he was walking forward to the sideline, was walking backwards the whole time. <laughs> I mean, eyes looked like a Krispy Kreme donut, didn't know where he was. I mean, you just don't see that stuff as I mean, nearly as much anymore no right? yeah, I mean, a lot no, of these no. guys that play at the pro level now complain that kickoff's not even fun anymore well yeah it's because i mean the because the kickers kick it out of the end zone right and then after that like they, they've broken up all the rules there's no yep. wedges there's yep. no any of these other things that that i mean you can call it fun i hate it like i hated covering kicks <laughs> i was always a safety i was always <laughs> on the outside i did a little bit of running down early in my career in college but dude i was not signed up for that and nor did i ever try and block anybody I remember very, very vividly the coaches tried to put me on a kick return squad. I said, look, coach, you're trying to get somebody hurt. <laughs> Straight up. Like, 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 dude, like, <laughs> like, I, I can go back here and set up, but, like, I, I just don't see this, like, working out really well. <laughs> not me, man. <laughs> like, I should have said that. Dang. <laughs> I needed you to mentor me 10, 20 years ago. Oh, man. But, yeah, that was fun. So, Nick, I did not know that. So, hold on. Yeah. Give us a little bit of, like, how this whole football thing kind of played out. And then uh, we'll kind of walk us to where sure. you decided actually, to, how you got to where you're at, actually, too. Actually, you know what? Because it, we're yes. going to go into this whole meteorologist versus forecast. Well, yeah, exactly. We got a guy here who is a meteorologist, a former yes. tight end, and the dancing weatherman. Like, I mean, you got <laughs> – there are three very distinctive parts here to, to Nick Coaster. So, Weird yeah. mishmash, yeah. No, I actually those two go hand in hand because I got to I got to Akron my first year. I tried playing. I mean, it was awesome. I, I really loved being in shape and, and just being on the on a Division One on college team. football like on workout schedule. Yeah, and, and on that team is cool. Learned a lot, made some good friends. Um, but after the first year, I was like, man, I, I actually I actually. Went for my second year. I started three days, and um, day two, I was like, dude, I'm out. I'm not feeling it anymore. I cannot get crushed by these large human beings anymore. <laughs> Done. <laughs> and so from that point forward, man, it was all about my broadcasting degree. It was all about my communications degree. So I took the time that I wasn't practicing, which is a lot. Yeah. And I, and I just stuck it into not just my studies, but, like, getting internships and um, – Working at the the on campus radio station. So you always knew station. you wanted to be into communications or some type of. Sure. Yeah. Right. I mean, back then, this was like 2002, and this was before everybody had a cell phone and a laptop with editing equipment. Right. So yep. I've always been drawn to that stuff, and for back in those days to have access to that, like you needed to to get a to go into the communications department. <laughs> yeah. To, to get the free like editing software yep. and cameras, so yep. I was like, "Oh, well, I like that stuff. No brainer. I'm gonna major <laughs> in communications." And that's that's what first started me on this road, right you, there. You can pull that in, by the way, if you want. If you need to get it closer, cool, cool, you can cool, do whatever yeah. you need to with it. So, so Roman said something right before we came on, and it's so true about what you do now as, as a meteorologist. You are the rock star of local news. Like local Dang. news, I had no idea. He is, and like it's it's crazy because you know radio, TV, in a lot of ways they go hand in hand, and our industries are doing a lot of the same things. Yeah. And like when you watch local news, when we were kids, you know there was a legitimate sports section. Like you were going to yeah, get yeah. full coverage. Now these get, the sports guys get like three minutes a night. Everybody's tuning in to see Nick Coaster, you know, do the weather because people are tuning in for the weather. You yeah. are the rock star of local news. Yeah, yeah. It's usually that's usually how it goes. It's usually. Um, 
It, it usually goes weather first, and then you know the the first couple of stories in the newscast are are, are king. So um, yeah, I mean that, that's why I got into this jazz. I was gonna I was gonna do sports for a second. I was wondering if that's really? where you were headed. I was gonna do sports. Yeah, I filled in for the sports guy in, in my first job, and I loved it. But I was like, I was like. And I started looking at my options and looking at job security and also money. And I was like, I think I'm going to do weather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Weather. So, so I, everybody knows, well, not everybody, but if you normally listen, I work for ESPN now and that SEC network. So it's been really cool. So, and I worked locally for a couple of years, but I didn't know the background. I didn't grow up a communications major or anything of this nature. So I was over listening. Which is convers- crazy because you're really good, by the way. Mm-hmm. I appreciate yeah. that, Nick. Thank you. I, I'm, I try to be as candid as I can. Yeah. So the the funny, I was over listening conversation. I jumped in a conversation at work at ESPN and some of the guys talking locally. And they said how the news is the cash cow of local television. I'm like, what? They were like, like yes, like the big money, all the commercials, everybody's tied into when they tune in, uh-huh. weather. Uh-huh. And the producers and everybody, whatever is good, the, the, the main people love it, the high ups. If it's like bad weather, a snowstorm, uh, something tornado <laughs> warning, it's yeah. weather and people are tuning in. Yes. They are just clicking to the, like, it drives it. And I was like, the weather. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, was yeah. like, I was like, well, you know, I know this one guy, Nick. He's a local. And they all knew him, of course. And they were like, oh, yeah, we know him. And then only one guy hated on you, Nick. Nah, He's like, all right. I mean, you're going to have one. Uh, it's yeah. all right. If you, if, you have, if you don't have any haters, you're not popping. No doubt. Hey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, you're also like a little bit different than some of the meteorologists that I went to school with. Um, in my department, when I was in grad school, it was a geography department, but it was mm. under the uh, College of Natural Resources and Environment. So I worked in the same office as the meteorologists in their program. Uh-huh, so I got uh-huh. to talk to meteorology students every day when I went into the building to, oh, nice. to do work and stuff. You have, you know, you talk about being an introvert, but you have the ability to turn on an extroverted personality. A lot of the ones that I worked with didn't. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, you're actually, I think, it's not that you're rare. It's that there are a lot of meteorologists that don't do local TV news or weather channel and stuff that they don't have his ability to turn it on and get in front of a camera. Yeah, we're uh, an interesting breed for sure. Um, <laughs> I've gone to I've gone to meteor meteorology conferences, and um, what are those like? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> probably what you might think. Yeah, <laughs> probably what you might think. You know, we're not we're not shutting down bars and yeah. ki- killing the club till three a.m. But <laughs> but it, it, it is a, it is an interesting breed. Very. Um, Almost like kind of engineerish, you know, like, right. like, oh, the, the math that I would say, I had a buddy, Paul, he, we were in the same graduate program at Virginia Tech, and then he went on to Georgia to do his PhD, and he, he's a meteorologist now, and I would watch him, you know, and I'm in the department, I like to consider myself a pretty intelligent guy. I couldn't decipher half of it. Oh, the math is hold right. on, The hold math on, is insane hold on, hold on, hold on, in meteorology. Your friend here, is he a meteorologist or a forecaster? Because did, no, he, no. <laughs> did he attend yeah. one of the Harvards? Yeah. Of meteorology, I, I don't so know. That, that, cause, so this is also what I learned that day at work is yeah. that it is two Harvards of meteorology. All right, yeah. it's either Mississippi State in the South or Penn State in the North. And if you don't go to either one of those, dude, forget it. Dude, Get like, out, bro. They're like, no, it is not it. You're a forecaster, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah Which yeah, is yeah. you're just telling people what the weather is today. Now, 
if you are a meteorologist, yeah, I know it is a different level. I'm aware. Yeah, am I correct about that? You're dang right. <laughs> and I, I went learned. to Mississippi State. There we go. Yeah, I, funny. Yeah, funny. So I you got to go this until this random day, like. Two so you got to go to State College, PA, or Starkville, Mississippi. Those are your options. Yeah, you take know, a pick. I guess <laughs> if you want to be the the man or woman, yes. How about that? All right, cool. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I saw the math and I knew I could not be a meteorologist. Dude, At least. I, look, I thermal. I took this class called thermal dynamics, and I thought that was gonna like break me. Like, <laughs> I got a C in that class, and I was like, dope. That was, I was <laughs> never been more excited to get a C. I was like, sweet. <laughs> C equals diploma. Let's I just roll. I want to get out of this I class. I was like, god dang. So, so. so what is the so? This is so mind blowing to me because, like I just said, I just figured this all out two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. All right. When you go to like to this <laughs> meteorologist degree, it's like because it, it's a real deal, Kyle. I, I didn't know it was. And they I know. Tell I me saw it, it every day. I saw these. You know, I saw people drop out of the program because it yeah, was too hard yeah. for them to get through. I man, it's did. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So what is what all does it entail when you actually say, okay, this is what I'm going to do because this is a big deal. This is like what kind of signs you off as being more official. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. This is how you really get your 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 license or yeah. whatever it is. Your your clout. Yeah. You got to get that weather clout. You yeah. got to the weather clout. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> you should definitely hashtag that. Well, tell like, I'm gonna piggyback on that. <laughs> so like that. the 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 badasses in the program would also moonlight as storm chasers. They had a storm mm, chaser program, yeah. and they would I mean they would go down to the plains in Alabama. They go out to the Midwest to Kansas, and they would yep. chase storms. They yep. chase tornadoes. Did you ever have any drive to do that? Because you it know, seems like a lot of fun, but you could also die. Well, that's the thing. I I I am not like those guys in in that sense where. I am very into tornadoes, um, very really? much. But I'm, I am into them because I'm scared as hell of them, mm -hmm. yeah. and I want to be where they're not. And I <laughs> think know? that's what drives a lot of people to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. They're so scared of them, so they want to understand them. I, I wish I had the courage to go storm chasing. I just can't like justify it to myself. All, but I'm fascinated by them on radar and, and pictures and video. But I'll let I'll let people with uh, more of a backbone do that. Than now me. this is what I want to know. So when you become the meteorologist, all right? Yeah. I am the meteorologist of uh, Fox News, right? Oh, the yeah. head, whatever. Oh, yeah. Do you, the weather, all right? Because we, I mean, I could get up there and tell about some weather. Now, I can be oh, right 50%. <laughs> no, 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 50% wrong. 50, like, I, I want to know, like, do you actually, like, how much prep do you do on, like, what's going on the week out? Mm. Or, like, tell yeah. me something. Like, how does your whole program go question. down? Because, for me, I know what mine looks like when I have to prep for my shows. Right, right. And what I have to look at. What about you? All right. So, it's like it's like with any job, right? Like, like with what you're doing now or when you play a football game or when you're, you go on the radio. I've been doing this thing for 15 years, man. So... Most days I could probably like wake up and just start giving you a, a forecast, but on a normal day where the weather's chill, it'll take me 20 minutes and then I got to put my graphics together and that's that. But yeah, dude, when there's a big storm or something, it's around the clock, you know, cause things are updating all the time. And if you miss something, you could really get yourself into trouble. And um, so you do your own research. You yeah, don't have do like this, like, yeah, good question. Like, yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Like, People you don't think, have like this, like, I wish I could go to the bullpen. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> like, what I'm hey. saying. Like, I, that's what I didn't know. If it's like this, like, are we going for like, no. a database or is like, well, the, bit, the people in big cities like New York and L.A., they've got producers, they've got weather producers. But me, I'm, I'm making my own. I do my own research. I make my own graphics. It's all on us. So like, so like when this big snowstorm that's just coming from the Midwest to the East Coast, is hey. it going to miss Charlotte or not? 
You're deciding that. I'm the guy, at least in the morning. And then, and then yep. the chief comes Good. in. I did not See, know well, this. So, but, like, how much awesome. does it piss you off, though? You hear that line all the time. Yeah. The weathermen are the only people that can be wrong half the time and still keep their jobs. <laughs> yeah. How much does that I piss you off? I might not say that if ever again, Kyle, because I didn't know they were doing their own. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Hey, the more you know, the more you know. If I, yeah, if I had a nickel for, for every time I heard that one, even my own dad says that. Oh, like, my dad. God, that's hilarious. I'm like, Dad, you know me. I'm your kid. <laughs> that is hilarious. Cut me a break. God, that's funny. No, and, you, and, you're, cool, and you're the guy that wants to please too. So yeah, like, exactly. Your dad's yeah. Like, so it's like I'm always fighting this internal struggle. But no, actually, I'm I'm cool with it because you know every, every I feel like every every job has that stereotype. You know, so my gig's pretty good. I can't complain. If I have to hear a a joke or two that gets old or stale, it's it's part of it's part of the gig, man. Yeah, that makes sense. It's all good. I I think that's awesome though. I was not, I, I had no idea, but I'm really glad you shared that with. Tell me this though. So let's continue to go to where we're at right now. All right, all right. How long does it take you? Because I remember this conversation, Kyle. I got to draw this up for the people. What? So my man Nick here, we're like, he's like, Roman, you got to get on TikTok. I'm like, TikTok? Uh, what is yeah. that? He was like, dude, it's like the number one downloaded app in the world right now. It's like going crazy. This is before it like blew up. He's yeah. like, this is where you get all the hot dances. The so you were music. ahead of the TikTok movement. I, I like to think that I was. Wow. Yeah. I'm glad that <laughs> this I guy is I so you much. That. You are yeah. so much cooler than me. I, had, so he, dude, I used to, I get my information from all over, from all different people. <laughs> I, you learn so much from everybody. You're right. So Nick was like, dude, you got to go on this thing called TikTok. I'm like, what is that? He's like, dude, it's like they all got to kind of dance it. You got to be understanding. He's like, just be aware, though. Like, some people are young. You got to, the young people are dancing a lot. So yeah. just, be, just be ready for it. Like, just ah, know I don't want to see that. Yeah, yeah. Just like, you know what I mean? If it might be just. You don't want to get yourself yeah, in yeah, trouble. Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> like, dude, just, just putting that out there. And I appreciate it. Pitfalls out there. Uh -huh. So then, and now I'm looking, I'm like, all right. So he has mastered, has this whole mastery of all these moves and, and things going on. So how long does it take you, usually, Nick? To get one of these dances out, how long? Yeah, I like does it that take? Question, cause I question. I don't have any fundamental understanding of how you would <laughs> choreograph a dance. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So neither did I when I first. So the first video that I did, the one that went viral, the slide like this challenge, I must have watched other people do that like a hundred thousand times. Really? Yeah. So yeah. I memorized the steps Whoa. in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I did that. I did that particular dance twice, and I uploaded my favorite take. So that one was the easiest one I ever did. Now, you know, it takes a little bit more. I, I, I try to, like, I'll get a 30-second piece of choreo. I'll try to remember the steps the first night. And, again, I don't have a lot of time to, like, sink into this dancing Yeah, deal. man, you, you're married with a kid, bro. And a full-time job. <laughs> so I, I usually get, like, 30 or 40 minutes a night to myself. So the first night I'll try to memorize the sequence of steps. The second night I'll try to, like, make it look cool <laughs> or make it look like I'm not a, just just a total nerd and then the third night I'll try to like you know get in your zone yeah get in my zone get the facial expressions going yeah, yeah, and then yeah. so usually it takes me like three or four days of, of doing that that stuff so dang and and I can't tell you how many times my son or my wife will come into the room and see me and just kind of give me that look like Dad's dancing again, <laughs> and then just like slowly walk out disappointed. Like, what is going on in our house? <laughs> it happens every time. That is hilarious. Yeah. Now, so how old, by the way? How old is your? Uh, oh, my dude's uh, 11. 11. 11. No kid. I'm. I'm having my first one's due now. 
Oh, wow. Like any day now. We just got word Monday that uh, I, I got to be on call all the time now. So yeah, dude. That's good stuff, I don't know, man. man. This is it's crazy. exciting. Did you have sisters growing up? One sister. I had no sisters. We're having a girl. Woo. I have no idea what I'm doing. Oh, man. So, yeah. This, I mean, you have I'm, to talk to your boy. I right know. Yeah. I, I, this, I'm going to be leaning on him for, for advice on this. Dude, it's easy, man. Look, is it girl, easy? Girls, especially early, girls really? love dad like nobody else. Ah. Number one, like you're going you're gonna to see this baby. You never knew you could love something so much. Like, that's going to be the, probably your first emotion. Just be ready for that. Like, you never knew. Like, I love my dog. Right. I love my car. Right. Uh -huh, I love, uh -huh. like, my friends. Yeah, this is facts. <laughs> right. Yeah. You never, you're going to see this baby for the first time. You're like, dude, I never knew I could love something. The real deal. So much. I've heard people say that. Like, I'm it's, anticipating it's it, but I guess if you don't, if you never felt it, you don't know what that yeah. feels like. And girls are, girls are a lot easy growing up early because they love dad more than anything else. So, that would be really easy for you. But it's going to make you a lot more sensitive. It's going to soften you immediately. Like, makes you know it's not that big of a deal to get your nails painted. Or, <laughs> oh, okay. You know, be sitting down having some tea with your girl at the dinner. Now that table. I can do. Yeah, like, <laughs> you really just soften up immediately. Dude, now, I'm ready for it. Oh, and if you ever get in trouble, just give, give the baby to your wife. Is that what it is? That's, that's the move? Yeah. That's I the, like that. That's my move. I like that. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> got a bad move. Yeah. Hey, uh, before I forget, Super Bowl. We haven't even talked about the Super yeah, Bowl. Hold yet. on. Hold on. What? You want to go somewhere else? Uh, no, no, no. I want to stay on this one more dance question. Because oh, you know what? Yeah, stay there for a second because I have one too. Go for okay, it. Okay, good. So, the jaywalk. This ah. kid, how the how in the heck did this happen? Because I didn't even know this kid was. He's a local kid. He is, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got a lot of followers too, Kyle. On One point six. He's he's blowing up right now. This dude has his dance called the Jaywalk. He's got like this freshly kind of hair. Uh -huh. He's like a light skinned mixed looking kid. Yeah. He's something. And like he has like <laughs> this little dance thing that he does, and it's like a robot, but not really oh, a robot. Dude. It's like I was like, bro, I don't even know how he does it. It's like it's like when Michael Jackson does the moonwalk, but it's forward and like different with his feet. Uh-huh. It is. Yeah, he made yeah, he's a local kid. Love this dude. Jackson uh Chavez is his name, but he goes by Jackson on on Instagram. Yeah, and he, um, he, he, I asked him about that. I met him a couple years ago, and I go, how'd you come? Because it's like, you put your arms <laughs> like this, yeah. you bob your head back yeah, and forth, yeah, yeah. and like then you <laughs> shuffle your feet, and it looks like how you might imagine the undead travel. <laughs> yeah. you know, they just float through the air, like, doing this thing. Yeah, and but I like go, a... Uh, like uh, like the undead like alien yeah, travel like yeah. it's like a weird it is super weird <laughs> it's a weird movement so and what go ahead Kim finish that he just I asked him how'd you come up with that you know because a lot of people sit there and they try to engineer these things to go viral specifically I asked him he he, he said he'd been doing that his whole life he just would do that around the house <laughs> and it was just kind of his thing like he just over the years made it this this thing and and you know then he grew up got an instagram account put it out there and boom he named it the jaywalk and he's killing it now and i was yeah yeah all right i'll have to check that out i'll check it out so what, take wild. me back to 2019 though how did you end up at the mtv was it the video awards yeah vmas the yeah. vma okay the vmas how did, how did you end up at the vmas on mtv well, I because he's a fucking boss. Okay, that's one answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then also, no. Um, Let me be your agent, Nick. I, for real, <laughs> for real. And then like no. you have time for that. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, no. Uh, so, so in 2019, that's when my thing, you know, my Instagram was really, was really doing this thing. And that's when it first got rolling. And, um, I don't know, man, I, I was sitting there Saturday morning, got on my computer, got this email that was like, the subject was Nick Koser times little Nas X. And I was like, oh, this looks, this looks like spam. What kind of BS no is doubt. this? No doubt. <laughs> and it was this email saying, hey, Nick, we want you to go to the VMAs and, and intro for little Nas X. And, you know, in two, 2019, little Nas X was undefeated. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Old Town Road was just My son slapping. still sings that song. Does yeah. he still? He still sings oh, that song. My nephew did the same thing. I my mean, son still sings it. Huge. And um, I was like, this looks like spam. And I almost didn't respond. But just I was just like. I, I must have, they must have thought I was the most rude jerk ever. Cause I was like, I must've responded with like four words. Like, yes, I'm interested, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then, and then they hit me back and I started reading it and I'm like, Oh, and I started looking at their little, like uh license. Yeah. Like, their little like logo. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Oh snap. All this is kind of messing up. Like, like yeah. It's like real. Yeah. And so then I forwarded it to the, my publicity people at Fox turns out it was the real deal and yeah so, so i'm watching it right now it's awesome yeah it was wild no it, it's it was really cool man that's yeah. that's incredible yeah that's so like has dancing with the stars reached out at all because like that's coming right yeah a lot of people say that the problem there is i'm on fox I, and that show's on abc oh yeah 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 yeah, so yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Okay. i don't think that's gonna happen really you think they would like i mean that that's really? that's big conflict of interest i get that no big, I, that, believe me i huge. understand that now if anything saying. they'd be like all right well we do have this uh thing called uh the dancing the mass the mass dancer the mass dancer oh and that's on fox wait time so out time what's up out. you I know what i'm saying like yeah. that would where i would see nick at 30 second time out I thought it was the mass Singer. Is there yeah, another one now? It's a new one. My kids watch this stuff, Kyle. You Come always on, blame it on your kids, by the way. Dude, <laughs> it's the truth. I don't watch it that much. But my kids watch all the mass things. They but, love but, it. You know, but I would think they would After let T-Pain, you do it bro, because the exposure all, for the all, station would be incredible, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know, you would think, but um, legal departments don't think that way. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah true. You know. that's true. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Man, Ooh, I thought that where's make your an name exception. at on the dotted line? That is yeah. very important. Where your name is on the dotted line. You're right. But you know what, Kyle? T-Pain won the first Mass Singer, and it was awesome. Oh. And it's just really hard for me to kind of keep going back. Also, Wayne Brady killed it, too. He, Wayne Brady always kills it. <laughs> yeah, Wayne Brady's way more talented than anybody else. I, so. First of all, I miss T-Pain, man. I, bring T-Pain back. If there's one thing that comes out of this podcast, I miss T-Pain's America. I miss yes. hearing How him How good on, was he in college? God, I mean, every song. How good was he in college? Short, shouty snapping is probably oh. still my favorite song of all time. Bring T-Pain back. That is fantastic. That that's is awesome. Oh, that's I so cool. I feel that. I Gosh. love T-Pain. You just, but you're blowing up. Like, the profile's continuing to rise, man. That's awesome, though. I'm like, uh. I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I know you were popular, but when I saw the 1.9 million Instagram followers, I was blown away. The people love this guy. Yeah, so cool, my, my agent, so these two, a uh, couple young ladies that work uh, at my agent's office when he was in Atlanta with a, my old, um, with, this, uh, with, with the sports group, and... They, she was like in love with Nick. She was like, remember I told you I was yeah. like, she was like, she was like, is he married? I'm like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, like, yeah. Sorry. She was like, oh my god, he's got moves. He's like, he's, he's this white guy with swag. He seems like he's just got it. I'm just like, bro, I don't know what else to tell you, but like, that's when you know you're blowing up when, you know, people that represent you have people that are under them reaching out to you 
to see can you like get to the man oh yeah ah. you know what i mean like yeah. it's like next level meanwhile i was probably at home like you know putting putting the dishes from the dishwasher <laughs> away and <in> the <laughs> i'm a lot less cool <laughs> i promise you man what? I know. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm curious about something though, because you're you're in the newsroom every day, right? Mm -hmm. So, what's it been like being in a newsroom right now? Because I would imagine being in a full blown like news newsroom right now, the last couple of months has mm. been absolutely insane. What's it been like? You know, yes. Um, I, COVID, I'm sure, has made some things different. Yeah, it has. You know, there's less people in the building, right? And there's less, there's less, there's a lot less meetings, which. You know, we're all doing it all Zoom, which, you know, I'm not a big meetings guy. So that's been nice for me. But, yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why I'm in weather. You right. Know, I'm not necessarily your biggest news guy. Right. And I purposely, especially around elections, I find myself getting sucked in every every four years. I get really sucked in. Yeah. I get really frustrated and I got <laughs> to I got to get out. <laughs> so I purposely just kind of. Stay, keep it in the weather department and just keep it moving. Like ducking people in the hallways to avoid conversations? Yeah. 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 And, and, and it's cool, too, because um, pe people in the newsroom, they get their they get their voice out through their job, through their stories and through their scripts. So, you know, when we talk, it's not necessarily about topics and current events, at least not the people I talk to. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, so there's that. That's my. I also thing, think that studio they don't that doesn't go on a lot at you guys' studio either. Probably not. Not see, not not with the morning show crowd. You you know. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, I yeah, know yeah, the morning yeah. show yeah. crowd. Yeah, you got to be like, chipper at that time of day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe chipper people aren't arguing thing. politics all the time. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I am. I mean, you, the funny thing is like, uh, um, Jason. Yes. So I, I love working with Jason. Jason we got Harper, the same, yeah, yeah, we got the same last name. Yeah. I'm thinking like, bro, we're going to vibe. He knows he's not a sports guy, though. Uh -huh. It's like the funniest thing ever. You would think he was, but not, not at all. He looks like he would be. He, he, right? he does. Yeah. He does. He does. But when we do sports, I mean, Jason, we, we vibe and stuff like that. Uh, what's the gray hair dudes, man? Uh, Chuck Rhodes. Chuck, Chuck's, fuck, he's a boss. He right? is a boss. He's a boss. Dude, smooth. He's like, bro, he. Perfect head of hair. Yeah, oh I mean, perfect head of hair. He's so jelly. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I mean, perfect. This is like the understatement. Glorious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Glorious. <laughs> it's another great one. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen, by the way, two people on, on a news set that look more like news anchors, at least the way I see them, than Brian Blakely and, mm. and Lindsey. Th yeah. Those two look like they belong on a news set, yeah, don't they? They're like stamped oh, yeah. out of the yeah. news mold, like yeah. straight from central <laughs> casting. They look like yeah. news people yeah. up there. Right. I, I always, I you know, going over to Fox Forty Six for for a few years, I always laughed at like how Paige's shoes would just end up everywhere. No. Uh, like she has Barefoot. these, yeah. She has these really big shoes because she has really big feet, <laughs> and they end up all over the place because she's always barefoot. Always barefoot. <laughs> yeah, she's probably got like I don't know. She she's probably got like. 10 pairs of shoes and I've only seen her wear one and other than she's always barefoot and the studio's like 20 degrees. Yeah. yeah, Dude, it, It's hilarious to see though. It is. It oh is. yeah. I got used to it too. Cause I was there. They have yeah. a nice ass studio too. Cause I, oh, I, yeah. I do Charlotte sports live sometimes with the sports guys mm -hmm. over there and I've been in there a handful of times. Y'all have a nice studio. It's uh, a, you know what? It's probably the nicest one I've ever worked on. It is a really nice, nice studio. Yeah. Very yeah, nice really studio. I got to stop. We, we got to talk about the Super yes, Bowl real quick. Yes. We got yes, to. Yes. We, can we please talk about the Super Bowl? Because and I, the events afterwards. Yeah, and that too. Tom Brady was fucked up yesterday. He Did couldn't even walk. Oh, my God. So, so, oh Tom Brady I think, they, I think they played that up a little bit. Okay. But he was definitely wasted, and there's nothing wrong with that. I've been. Hell no. I, I've, Man, just won a Super Bowl Man. again for the seventh time. 
<laughs> I mean, he he's chucking it. him across the water. Like, that's how you know you've got too many of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, chucking like, him across yeah, the water. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, bro, I'll go get another one. I got like five at this crib right here. I'm like, five. I'm good. I can just go get another one. It'll probably float. Let's uh, see what happens. Everybody, <laughs> they, had, they, had, they had women around and everybody ready. Everybody was on alert to go in the water to get. Oh, yeah. You dropped it. They had like three tight ends on the boat. Yeah, Somebody yeah. was going to get yeah. it. We're good. It was yeah. hilarious, though. But, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Let's no, talk I was about just going to say, I mean, Tampa Bay, like, that, that wasn't even a fun game to watch. By, yes, like, it the was. End of the third. No, yes, no, no, it I meant was. like late in the game into the third quarter. That game was over. Oh. And that's I all was, I'm saying. I was biting my nails. So, I, I actually, I was one of those people, and I'm probably going to get hate mail, so I apologize. But, like, I wanted time to win. I Me too. Yeah. I did too. We all did. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. All the did. more the season came on, the more hatred I seemed to see about Tom Brady, the more I was rooting for him okay, and so becoming a fan of him. Let, let me ask a question for, for you. Now, as a player, because I know a lot of fans hate Tom Brady. Right. Because he's kept their team out of whatever, the playoffs, Super Bowl, whatever. But as a, as a player, as a former player, what do you think about him and what he's done and what he's still doing? I mean, I think it's absolutely awesome. Yeah. And it's unbelievable for him to be able to stay at the top of his game for as long as he has. And to me, that is what's been so great to watch. Like, whenever you can see somebody go out there and do that for, for that long, I mean, it's absolutely yeah, like crazy. Here, I'm going to read this. This is my, from my, my group text message with some of my Super Bowl buddies. Named Scott Vegeta. He played linebacker yeah. for us. He was captain. Yeah. He's over like headmaster of a school in California. And he said, uh, we were talking about Tom Brady. And I'm like, he's just the goat, bro. Like, bah. like <laughs> that's all you need to say. All week, bro, is yeah. like, that's, that's his official that's name. That's now. official. Yeah. And then and it's like squashed. There's no other discussion to be had. Boom. Like it's done. And he did that. He said, Some kids at school were trashing TB on Monday. TB meaning Tom Brady. I told them that at the very top of the list of things losers say is I hate number one is I hate Tom Brady. Yeah. He's like, I would agree. I mean, like he said, then I told him that number two and three on the list are, but I wasn't ready. And that's not fair. Uh, (laughs) But (laughs) I'm going to say that's my son. That's a good list. He said, he said, that's what he's telling all the young kids. He's like, dude, when you say you hate Tom Brady, you mean you hate greatness. Greatness. You hate. Like dedication. Everything. Yeah, yeah you had dedication. You hate he looks better at 43 than he did at 25 or mm-hmm. 28 because mm-hmm. he eats better. He's eats cleaner. Like, uh, dude. And Bro. I heard somebody in the barbershop say today, he was like, dude, I haven't played football since I was a little kid. But if Tom Brady called me tomorrow, bro, I'm off. The, I'm ready. I'm selling everything. I'm going out there because I believe. I'll like, go over the middle. And I'm ready. I'm ready. He was incredible. Like it was. But the thing was, like people don't want to give him like the haters. They'll look at it. Well, it was the defense. Right? It's Devin I think the defense right. played the de- awesome. The defense was awesome. But what was the difference, you know, in large part from last year's team to this year's team? Tom Brady wasn't there, yep. right? I mean, that, I know A.B. and Gronk weren't either, but Tom Brady was the difference. He's yep. the greatest to ever do it, and it blows my mind that people still want to tear that down. Like, you I don't know. have to like the guy. You don't have to like his politics. You don't have to like anything about him. But what he's done on the field, how could anybody even try to argue this guy's not the greatest to ever do it? Bruh, I don't get it. I knew he was next level committed when uh, <laughs> I, I read an interview, and he said his favorite dessert is avocado ice cream. Yes. I was like <laughs> – 
Okay, you're gonna achieve things, you know. Not if that's your big cheat meal, like oh, you're, yeah. you're good. Man. Well, yeah, I mean, you're he committed. was that, that dude was mangled drunk yesterday, and it was avocado tequila or oh, tequila. Was it? Yeah, that's what he remember. He sent out the tweet. That's just his job. I, I don't know, know if that. he was. I don't know if you haven't seen. He was. I don't know if he was actually wasted or if he was just typing it that way to fuck with people. But he ty- he tried to say nothing to see here, just a little avocado tequila, and there were like 18 spelling mistakes in it. It was terrible. <laughs> oh yeah, that's all. That's what he said. It's he, that, that dude is. In, he's a machine. Uh, he's, he is. T- he's terrified. It of the day he can't play football anymore he's honestly going to try to play until he's 50 i totally believe that so i don't know about that as much as the thing that i appreciate the most is that as being a former athlete and and seeing him play the way he has it as for as long as he has is that for all athletes man like i've seen a lot of dickheads i've seen a lot of dudes that aren't nice and aren't humble but and the one person that could probably get away with being that guy is tom brady but the fact that he's not makes me respect him and appreciate him even more. The fact that I've practiced against him, he's going out of his way to come talk to me, that he goes out of his way to come talk to anybody else. And his teammates like being his teammates. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That you want to go play with Tom Brady. Like, you want to be around. Like, I just feel that they've won so much, man. And, like, especially being around a young team, after they got over the fact that they were enamored with having Tom Brady as a teammate, that once they bought in, they went to the next level. He made he makes everybody else around them better. I mean, Gronk came off the couch, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a pretty big testament, man. Hey. And he was never going to play again. From he was serious at the time. I mean, it's Gronk. He changes his mind with the weather, but like he. But at that time, he was serious. He was never playing football again. Dude, I come back and catch touchdowns with Tom Brady and Gronk Spike too. All day two long. In the, two in the freaking Super Bowl. Let's long. go. All day and get long. Get to drink beer and just. Hey, be Gronk. Like, ahead, I don't even have there. to be serious. Did you ever pick off Tom Brady? No. You never did? No, I, I, I didn't play Tom in a regular season game because I was hurt. Oh, Real. Okay. So well, okay. I did I did early in my career in 2009. Sorry, I apologize. We beat the brakes off of him that <laughs> night. So, um, and they actually took him out. Uh, did they? Yeah, they took him out. He didn't finish the game. Um, so, yeah, man, that was the only time. But I didn't pick him off. But we did pick him off you that night a couple off. times. Yeah, okay. yeah. Hey, hey, by the way, shout out to our, our fellow Virginia Tech Hokie, Bruce Arians. Uh, yeah. For winning his uh, his first Super Bowl as a head coach, Proud roll tie too, because he also was Bear Bryant's assistant was. coach back in the day. He was, but yep, uh, yep. he actually, uh, Brandon, correct me if I'm wrong. He owned some quarterback rushing records before Logan Thomas came along, right? I think that's how that went. Yeah, no, BA is uh, that dude's diehard Virginia Tech man. He loves it. I love BA. He's one of the coolest dudes dude. in football. Cool, yeah. He yeah. is a really cool dude. Shout out to that whole coaching staff too. Everybody oh, yeah. talked about the it. the most diverse coaching staff in the NFL. I mean, yeah, they got women, they got black men, they got white men, they yep. got literally everybody all across the board, and uh, not just black coaches, but like black coaches at high places. So, applaud them. And man. Don't nobody want to hear about them coaches, man. It's freaking TB12. That's who it is, man. What do you That's mean? That's the difference. BA is one of the coolest motherfuckers in the I history of the it. NFL. I'm not pardoning my language on that. I get it. <laughs> but Tom Brady is the GOAT and absolutely amazing to see them. I mean, they didn't even win. Uh, they didn't even have a home game. Right. And the whole playoffs. Till the Super Bowl. Till the Super Bowl. Which is wild. Yeah, which is wild. And it's still not a home game because the tickets the way they're done. Right. There's it's nobody like, there to watch these games. Yeah. It's when you guys won the Super Bowl, did you have a boat parade or how'd you do it? No, so we won the Super Bowl in, in New Orleans. We actually had a parade. Like we actually like had floats. Mardi Gras. Yeah, okay. So we had all the Mardi Gras floats. We used all Mardi Gras floats because yeah. it's around the same time. It's the most people that's ever been to any type of parade or Anything in the state of Louisiana, dude. Dang. It was crazy. And talking about wasted, it was awesome. Like, literally, the one of the best days I ever had in my life. <laughs> the fact that we get there, we show up, we're like, dude, all right, where's the alcohol? We're like, well, they don't have it for us. Okay, cool. We give the police money. 
The police puts the sirens on, goes and gets us all the alcohol we want. Oh, that's amazing. Brings it back, the big old boxes, we drink. First of all, if you thought Tom Brady was drunk, we had coaches way worse than that. Great. All right. Not only that, we're in the middle of Canal Street. We run out of liquor. We get off. We get like, like 20 lucky dogs, which nobody should ever eat those, especially in the middle of the day. It was just, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? YOLO. Then, <laughs> then we get off the, the parade float, jump off. And we literally run right in. I run. I, they like they like part the sea for me because I'm going to the liquor store because, you know, and, you, know you just can buy any Hilarious. liquor from anywhere in New Orleans. So I bump out, jump out, go to the little corner store on Canal Street and like go in there. Everybody's like a long line because the whole support, everybody celebrate. I'm like, yo, yo, I need to. They just like, dude, come on. So I go up right through the front. I get like three or four more bottles, get them, run them back out to our parade, hop right back on the float in like five minutes. It was awesome. <laughs> like we were buying liquor as the float went on because we had to re-up. Because it was like, it, it's like a celebration like no other, man. You never get to do this. It's a once in a lifetime. Uh, it's thing. incredible. It's an, that, that whole week is an, I mean, and obviously the parade's a little different, but like that whole week of Super Bowl week is incredible. The corporate parties, you know, you know, all the stuff, you probably stuff that you didn't get to do when you did play because Thanks, you God. were on lockdown. But <laughs> I mean, I, I've been to three of them and it's a hell of a good time. Yeah. I, I almost ruined Super Bowl 52. Have I told you? I think I've told you this story. So we're doing we're on Radio Row at the Mall of America in Minneapolis. Awful, they have every major market radio station in the food court of Mall of America in Minneapolis which wasn't super comfortable, but it was really convenient because we yeah. had Starbucks, Chick-fil-A, uh, everything yeah, like 50 yeah. feet away. Okay. So one day I'm leaving, I get off the air, and I'm going back to my hotel, and I got an armful of shit, and I'm trying to find the nearest exit to take the stairs down because the elevator line's super long. Uh, I knew there were player interviews going on at that time, but I didn't know where. I was hungry. I kind of wanted to leave. So I go to duck into what I think is an exit door. Well, it's not an exit door. It's like basically a glorified closet where they're holding the player interviews in because they're hiding them from the general public in the building. Tom Brady was standing on the other side of the door. I went busting through it like the Kool-Aid man, and it <laughs> you hit, this guy. hit him. And I almost ran right into the back of Tom Brady, you know, oh, standing Lord. there in street clothes. And he turns and looks at me like I'm a monster. And then he, <laughs> he kind of smiled at me, and I, then that was it. I went like I went over to my seat and sat down. But yeah, Dang. I nearly clocked Tom with a, a door in Super Bowl Fifty Two. Almost ruined it for America. Man, Kyle, Kyle can't believe this, bro. I know. Anyway, that's, that's like the same guy. That's like that. I got a guy. Um, uh, his name is uh, uh, an equipment guy that used to work for the Saints. His like claim to fame was he sacked Peyton Manning in high school, and he was he could never take it from him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I love he's people like, to do that. He's like, dude, he was a nose guard, like two thirty. He's like, bro, I sacked Peyton Manning in high school, like, and that's on his resume. And then it's his like current resume. Then he's like, dude, like. I mean, I can get after the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I sacked Peyton Manning in high school. And he's like dead ass about it. I love that part. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it is. Great. Like, That's those glory day stories we talked about that time. You should have put him out there to go against Breeze, man. No, uh, <laughs> no man, he's too big. So did you ever go back to the Super Bowl to actually party? Did you go, like, hang out during the week? Uh, like, when, I went, when I went in New Orleans, when the Super Bowl was in Miami, I hung out at some parties early in the week, like okay. Monday, Tuesday. And then after that, we tightened it up. Because, like, the, all, there's a lot. You Tuesday know. was, like, crazy because we all were late. Well, Monday was pretty crazy. And I got there Sunday, too, because I was in the Pro Bowl. So I got to go down early. It was the first time the Pro Bowl was in the same location as the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So we went down a day early to represent our team. And all of us that went to the Pro Bowl, 
and then we just had the rest of the night off. So, of course. So, you know, the corporate sponsors bring in all the players to hawk their shit. They're doing their radio row interviews. Yes. Like, the guy's not playing in the game, but they're sponsored by the Low T Center or, you know, whoever the hell. They're. So, they go through and do these interviews, uh-huh. and these guys want to get in. They want to get out because they're there for the parties because the Super Bowl parties from Gatorade and oh, Coke awesome. and all, you know, Maxim. Budweiser. Maxim is Maxim, the Maxim, the Maxim party people always talk about. Like, the parties are awesome. So, these guys want to get in and out. And that year in Minneapolis, it was a nightmare for those guys, uh-huh. right? Because T.O.'s only T.O.'s walking around with shades on always anyway. You know, but T.O.'s knifing through people, trucking dudes to get out of there when he wants to leave. <laughs> RG3 is walking around the Mall of America with his hood pulled up and, like, pulled tight. And I'm like, dude, you're not fooling anybody. Right. You know, and so they want in and out of this mall as bad as they can get there because they want to get out to those. The Super Bowl week parties are epic, man. I agree. So I, I know the former players go back for that. I, w- I know we don't have too much time. I wanted to ask you about this, too, because you, you called me about this the other night, Roman. Nick, what do you think about the, the impact, like the effect that LaMelo Ball is having on Charlotte right now? I, I think it's awesome. I mean, you know, he's actually kind of putting the, the Hornets on the map again. I was um, wondering if you were going to say on the map, yes. Yeah, Magic Johnson tweeted about the Hornets. Yeah. And, you know, we're exciting to watch. And I don't know. I was talking to you about this a little bit before the podcast, but Melo looks like he's, he's ready to oh, go. Oh, he's legit. He's, he's legit. ready to go. And I think I wonder if high school kids are going to start opting to play overseas. Yes. You know what I'm saying? More now than than before, because I, I really, truly believe that prepared Mello more than more than he probably would have been prepared coming just out of high school here in the States. So um, shout he out didn't to have Mello, to worry man. about he didn't have to worry about studying for class. Yeah. He had like a real deal job. Yeah. Like, and playing he got grown to, men. Playing grown men and got to grind on his game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he plays with the. You know, of course he has skill, but his confidence, he yes. plays with confidence when he's on the court. Yes. Like, that's what kind of just, like, his personality just naturally comes out of him Yeah, uh, when he's on the court and he makes others around him Check better. Check this out. So, I mean, this is today, New York Times, doing a piece on LaMelo and the Hornets. Okay. They lost okay. last night in Memphis. It was a terrible loss. And this morning, the New York Times has a feature piece on the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> As they put right. it, I guess, you we know. We got to get Mello on this podcast. Im- I know, right? We got to get him on here. And then I'll That's be it. like your assistant producer that day. Yeah, you will. <laughs> no, that sounds good. No doubt. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Now, now, Nick, this is a, my, one of my questions I have for you. Um, as a meteorologist, all right, what was some of the best advice you got early mm. in your career? Like maybe in, on your journey mm. to become a meteorologist in college or whatever. And, you know, what, how do you use that, that same, uh, how uh, do you use it today? Good, you know, I think like the best, I think the best advice I ever got was from probably still my college professor in, in, in my communications program way back in the day. I go, hey, if I'm, I was really nervous about getting in a bra. I don't have an awesome voice like you. Thanks, man. Your voice is killer. <laughs> he does. No, like, Kyle come does. on. Yes, he does. <laughs> like, Thanks, man. Come on. Yeah, he does. <laughs> when I was in college, my voice still cracked. <laughs> like, and I, and I go to my professor, I'm like, look, I don't think I can do this, this industry, even though I want to, because my voice still cracks and I don't think I'll ever be able to do like a good news person voice. And he goes, don't do a news person voice. Yeah. Talk in your regular voice. People will love you for it. And that's what I've done. I, I, I don't ch- The way I'm talking now is how I do it when I'm doing the weather. I don't pronounce my G's, you know, uh, I'm a little bit kind of maybe slangy with it sometimes, but that's probably the best, that's probably the best advice. And it's just kind of helped me be, be more authentic, I think. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's so just it. continue to be more authentic. Yeah, man. Just, you know, I don't know. Sometimes you can, sometimes news anchors and weather people lay it on so thick oh, yeah. that 
Oh, I don't yeah. know. Sometimes I'm just like, fuck, chill. Well, dude. right. Well, it's, it's bad. Breathe. So <laughs> Someone who sounds completely different when they're yeah. not on camera, yeah. right? Those yeah. people? I yeah. mean, uh, yeah. People People ask me all the time, or they'll ask my wife, does he sound like that in real I life? Bet. Yeah, I talk the same way all the time. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I guess. I, I think I do anyway. But, yeah, you're right. There's so many people who try to lay it on thick, and it's terrible. Yeah. It's so bad. It's not for me. I, I, dude, I, and I'm not knocking anyone that does it. It's just not for me. It's just everybody's trying to sound like Ron Burgundy on the air. It's crazy, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, hey, before we go. So, I, did you see the, the uh, Coming to America 2 uh, commercials I, during I, the— I, I, I hope it's really good. Well, right? it's I think it'll be really good. It has to be. Really I think good. it will Better be. be yeah. Did you know yeah, my wife? Because I mean, like, bro, like that's I'm a classic. Scared. I'm scared to even like. Uh, my wife nervous. looked at me after the commercial was done. She goes, huh? I've never seen the first one. I, I had the same reaction. Dang. I know people can't see that, but like I had the same reaction <laughs> and I looked at her and I was like, if you weren't pregnant, I'd, I'd walk out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, no what do you mean you haven't seen coming to America? What do you mean? Yeah. So that's our weekend plans. We got to watch that. But there's no way they can't do a second one without it being good. Uh, the, I mean, right? Like, man. like if you, I don't care how much money you put into it. If it's not great, like, just don't bring it out. Like, do not mess this up for the rest that of mo- us. That movie's going to make a lot of money. Too. Oh, of course it is. That I, movie's going to make a lot it. of um, money. And you know what? My man Spice Adams, shout out to my man Spice. Um, we were talking about Do this earlier. Ah, ha, ha. Ah, ha, ha. Ah, ha, ha. So good. Yeah, it Even, he's got his son doing it too, dude. It's hilarious. <laughs> so one thing that Spice told me, man, that I, I would really say that, Nick, I, want, I would encourage you to continue to do, man, is because I asked him, like, dude, like, like, why do you do it? Because even like you, he's not like this overly like, he's not always a joking person. He's like very serious right. and just has normal conversations and but then I'm like, bro, that's not who you are on the gram, mm. right? So we have this, like, perception, but you're not. And it's He's got a persona. Yes. And he's like, man, you know what the biggest thing was when I got started? He said, man, I just, you just got to put yourself out there. Mm. You can't have, like, these barriers or be worried, so much worried about what somebody else is going to think. He's like, first of all, you always going to get haters. That's just what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But you just got to put yourself out there. And don't be worried about so much of what everybody else is going to say sometimes. Not everybody's going to love, and you're not going to always get as many clicks or likes. But just make sure you put yourself out there. But you know what? Like, that fuels something that was kind of already there. People in our business, TV, radio especially, and, like, it's been, it's been said about these industries for years. It's cutthroat, right? you got a lot of people who stab people in the back because they want to climb the corporate ladders and things like that. And you got a lot of people with split personalities, you know, in this mm-hmm. business. A lot of people who are very different on the air than yeah, they yeah. are off the air, right? I mean, that's how I, it's been my experience in the business. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. There yeah. are a ton of them. So, yeah. But – I feel what you're saying. I mean, uh, that's kind of that kind of goes with the territory, I guess. But it's cool. It's cool to know that about Spice because, yeah, you would think he was like <laughs> right, right. You would think he's like this super extra over the top. He's got like he like plays like five, six different people on the internet. <laughs> and, and they're all like, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, and they're all hilarious. But like Nick is is Nick, right? He's like the, he dances. He he does his own things. He he incorporates some raps or some yeah. some flows into his into his weather, and like that's what he does. So, but he's like that. But now we're like, all right, are you gonna? I want you to do more, Nick. Put yourself out there. Go ahead and do it, cause my that's what I'm like. So like, why do you? Cause he was like, dude, I I don't know. I just I don't really think too much about it. I just put myself out there. Yeah, yeah. that's you, awesome, man. <laughs> I've never I've never really I don't know about you guys. I've never really cared what people say in the comment section. Right. Only with like, colleagues or people that I know will some of that stuff bother me a little bit. But right. in my opinion, like the comment section is a free 
focus group. You know what you're doing is good or bad, and you can you can move towards what people like. You know you what can, I'm saying? You can, that's a great point. Yeah, I've that how, is that how you maybe built some of your your sketches or your things? Well, yeah, like I mean, the one when you did outside the car with the uh, with the one dude. What's his name? Oh, oh, Mufasa. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah, dude. Well, that's how the Drip Chronicles started. The cam thing was because I was just throwing stuff on the internet every day. And then that one, you know, got the most likes out of anything that I had done ever on, on Instagram <laughs> when I dressed up like Cam. So I was like, oh, people liked it. And for anybody who doesn't know, Cam Newton, like, did he take to that right away? Did he like that kind of off the bat? How quickly did he take to that? Actually, yeah. After, like, the third pick, he commented and blew me out the <laughs> door. I was like, oh, my God, Cam. That was, like, MVP Cam Newton. Too. Yeah, he was. And, uh, I'll never forget when uh, were you you were at one of his uh, – Yeah, the, uh, kick, the kickball thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then – like somebody asked asked a question. Was it you that asked the question? No, it was Will. Will, Will asked Kunkel. the question, and then he looked at you and was like, "Hey, you the Drip Chronicles, dude." Yeah. <laughs> and then like, oh, he yeah. was like during oh, the press conference. Yeah, during the press like, conference, like didn't even like worry about the question. He was like, "You the Drip Chronicles, dude." <laughs> I was like, I think I'm older than him, but I was like, "Yes, sir, Mr. Newton, sir." <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> hey, real quick, I just noticed something on your profile. You were in Twin Falls, Idaho mm -hmm. for three years. Mm -hmm. About, uh, what was it? This might have been, oh, shoot, maybe nine years ago. I turned down a job with the Chuckers doing minor league baseball oh, up there. Oh, wow. And, I, I mean, I was very close to taking it yeah. because it's I, just something about Idaho I wanted to. Did you like living in Idaho? What was that like? Let me tell you this. Beautiful place. Right. Beautiful. It uh, wasn't for me. A little bit, little bit too – I felt a little bit like uh, – what's the word? secluded or, or just cut off from 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 what i'm used to man because right. i'm not necessarily the biggest outdoor person and you can only look at a canyon and a mountain so many times <laughs> but i loved it i loved it you i mean it was cool for about a year three years was a little too long. was that too long yeah so i had, I had to get out i came to charlotte and i haven't looked back okay yeah, all right yeah. it seems like a unique place because i was cool. dude go go out there and visit it and you'll love it Really? Oh, yeah. I, I think I would love it. I just I thought it was interesting because I was talking to their GM and I yeah. even had some friends who'd been there and they're like, yeah, we think you might like it. So I was I was on the verge of taking the job. Yeah. Something came up. I didn't take it. I think a better opportunity maybe. But uh, I thought about it really hard. Money was terrible. I mean, I would have been <laughs> dirt poor living up there calling, you know, minor league baseball. Uh -huh. The money was awful. But I mean, you don't need the, a lot to live there. Though, that's exactly <laughs> like, the, I mean, I, give me a shack. I don't care. Yeah. I'll live like Ted Kaczynski in the middle of <laughs> Idaho. I don't care. So I guess I'll go visit next time. All right, cool. Well, what's what's next for you? I know we all got to run here. What's like what is the next? Step for the dancing weatherman. I mean, I, I is, is it more merch? Because hey, Romy's forecast all, is is definitely drippy. That's the most that's accurate forecast you'll that see is right fantastic there. Fantastic merchandise. Look, no first doubt. of all, Rome, the fact that you even purchased those <laughs> made made my day when I saw you put that on Instagram. I did, and I'm sorry for shipping the Christmas hoodie to you after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I had that one out like I was going to wear. I was like, no, nah, that's totally nah. out of the. I feel like that happened to a lot of people it this is, year. I wouldn't yeah, sweat yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I wasn't mad. I don't know, man. I don't know. I uh, ten years ago, I I went a little viral and I made quick decisions that weren't right for me. So this time around, I'm just like waiting to see whatever the best opportunity. Hold on, like, where'd like you go know. viral? I, I, I used to rap the weather. Yes, what? I used to rap the weather. Did you, you really? 
He used to be a DJ. This was like his thing. Hold yeah. up. Wait he, a minute. This is his thing. What kind I've of DJ? had all these guys. What kind of DJ? Weird. What do you mean? Uh, in college, I was a radio DJ. Oh, radio. Okay, oh, I got yeah, you. Okay, yeah. I got you. I thought you were out playing like house music at clubs and no, stuff. I wasn't man, sure. I wish. <laughs> he wishes. That's Gosh, what I'm saying. Man. My, That's, my <laughs> best, one of my best friends, one of my groomsmen did that in Charleston. He was uh, the guy. DJ PJ, in, you know, in Chucktown for a while. He, would, he played all the clubs. You got to have so, a DJ. Well, we lived together and we were fraternity brothers at Tech. And so he didn't drink when he performed. So he go out to play these clubs in Charleston I would set up his equipment he'd give me his bar tab for the night because everywhere uh, he played they get so I got I'll set up the equipment I drink for free dude, best trade ever best trade ever right <laughs> and especially in Charleston when in my early 20s oh, oh my, my it was incredible incredible so it was a hell of a run he opened for uh Tiesto a couple of times actually no, no kidding yeah he really did man if you, if you can DJ like that these days you're you're killing it yeah you know, you're killing it you're going on tour. yeah shout out to my buddy Pete Thiel he may or may not listen I have no idea it's all good it's all good so uh, Nick uh, before you yeah. Your, what would have been your DJ name? Oh, my uh, my <laughs> DJ name in college was DJ Hype. Nice. DJ Hype. Okay, real simple. Real simple yeah. and to the point. Mine was DJ Romy Rome. Rome <laughs> with an E, Rome. An Rome, E, Rome. Oh, it's not over. It's DJ Romy Rome, your girl's favorite DJ. <laughs> The whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole thing. Your girl's favorite. I want all I'm of that. That's what I'm calling you from now on. <laughs> when I see you at Fox, Romy Rum, your girl's favorite DJ. What's That's up? me. That was me. I well, love it, dude. I like a My whole wife story knows behind it too. that. I, I don't hide that. You it's don't like have to. Yeah, DJ yeah. Romy Rum, your girl's favorite DJ. I feel like there's a story behind that we probably don't have time for. We'll, we'll revisit it next time. Nick, I appreciate you coming by, man. Nick, Yo, man. this was so dope. Thank you, guys, and uh, I hope I hope this podcast blows up. You guys are. This has been a highlight for me here. Uh, recently so it's, it's it's crazy to me that me i'm sitting here getting interviewed by two people that should be getting interviewed themselves um so i appreciate the invite man thanks really man oh, it means yeah, a lot no, to thanks, us thanks man appreciate thanks dude that, man. we'll uh, we'll do the next one next week i don't know we're trying to tiki barber promised he'd stop by so we'll Ooh. see what happens with that can't wait man let me know man i'm going to the bahamas this weekend i'll be back uh whole family Cabo, New Orleans, he, st man. he stays in flight, yeah. man. It's unbelievable. Well, hey, you can come visit me in Huntersville whenever. The weather's beautiful this time of year. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. We got to go, man. Shout out to uh, our guy, Brendan Motley, always here, always getting us on camera, and I guess he's hopefully going to make us look good. We'll, we'll find out. Shout out to Nick Coaster for joining us. Rowan Harper, always good to see you, buddy. All right, Kyle, be good, man. Everybody out there, work hard, be nice to people. We'll talk to you next time.